Come on. Come on. Are you recording? Come on. Okay, here we go. You're you're going to be hearing <coughs> Okay, so this is the first day of Kapow. Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival. I've been <coughs> yapping over and over about this. We got it over at the uh, NoHo 7. Lemley. North Hollywood. We're going to be um, meeting with filmmakers, talking with directors, producers, actors, actresses, screenwriters, all kind, all kinds of folks who are involved with the creation process for uh, movies, the movie creation process. So. going to be a good one. We started off the festival today at 1 p.m. with the first movie Beside Me, all the way from Romania. Very heartwarming tale. Very heartwarming tale. It's really cool. It all takes place on a subway. And uh, I saw some signs in there for Transylvania, so maybe, maybe it was actually in Transylvania, which then gave me an idea. <clears throat> for a movie with a similar premise of this um, but with a bunch of vampires on a subway it takes place in a subway all these different all these different stories going on <clears throat> the acting was superb the acting was superb even the extras in the background people who didn't have any lines. It was just amazing to see how they reacted to the events that were going on in the movie. And just incredible. Just exciting. So heartwarming. So good. It was a perfect movie about showing without telling. <coughs> you, uh, I think I picked up a little, little something when I was hanging out with the Yachtly crew. Chances are you're going to hear that uh, mini tour. We call it Batten Down the Hatches Tour. Chances are you're going to hear that uh, later later on. You're going to hear those episodes. I have about four, I think, about five hours? Four or five hours recorded of that. And so first I'll be doing the, uh, the um, Kapow stuff. And then the, and then uh, release that the the yachtly cruise shenanigans that happened while we were <coughs> while we were on the road back and forth, back and forth between wilderness and beach. <coughs> it was great, the wilderness and then the beach, the wilderness and then the beach. It felt phenomenal. It felt so good. Playing on the beach. These, you know, these are the kinds of things that we envisioned when we put Yachtly Crew together. They do playing on the beach, near the beach. Uh, 
on the beach near the beach and also on well on yachts of course cruises we've been playing with that idea of wanting to be on cruises <coughs> and sure enough we're going to be on that 311 cruise possibly the kiss cruise Things are evolving more and more and more each time. As for today, oh, tonight, right now, if you're out in Ventura, Yachtly Crew is playing. They're playing tonight at the Discovery. Something called Discovery. I had to miss the last time they played because I was out there for that reunion. If you guys remember those podcasts, I think I did about three or four podcasts, so two two podcasts a day, I think. Just constantly uploading them. <clears throat> All my old buddies, childhood friends. So, yeah, they're going to be there tonight. Discovery, while I am watching the Black Pumpkin premiere the Halloween horror film that I worked on and then uh, tomorrow over at Kapow we're doing Bloody Bobby and then Black Pumpkin at 12pm double feature so if you happen to be out in that area in the North Hollywood area check it out check it out because that right after that I got to shoot on up to Long Beach to Alex's bar <laughs> to play with the Yachtly crew. Things are moving like lightning, folks. Um, we'll get back to you more later at Kapow. Thank you for listening. So we are about to interview the filmmakers of uh, In This Gray Place. Uh, is it too dark? Is it too dark? Well, I guess that that'll true. work. It was just so much lighter before, but I guess that'll work. Well, were you were you doing the, the interviews sitting down? Or did mm-hmm. you decide to do the stand-up no, we one? Were doing sitting. Oh, good, good, good. And uh, yeah, sitting was good. Oh, I so sitting was really good. Rudy abandoned us. Hey, man, I'm Kurt. <laughs> Hi, Alex. Pleasure nice to meet, to meet you. you. Excellent yeah. acting job, Thank dude. You I mean, so that's much. a lot of pressure on one person's shoulder to be one person. Not when you're working with, with entire... a great crew. Not when that's you're working true. with a great crew. Uh, uh, but I appreciate now, that. Thank you so much. I'm Kurt. Nice to meet you. It was really cool. Just what you did in one location and all the the magic that went into it. Just oh so kicking really ass. So really oh yeah, it. man. Yeah, thank you. Uh, do you, do you want to? Uh, so yeah, if you could sit there, she'll she'll. she'll uh... So the culprit is actually oh, that gentleman. No, that's not true. <laughs> talk from off camera. And and what is your name? Oh. Uh, hi, I'm Rudy Womack. Oh, I'm awesome. The writer and director of it. Kick ass, kick ass. <laughs> She'll be interviewing you guys. I'm also just going to go ahead and just interview keep, those two. I'm going to be recording want, it off stage. Do you want to do this instead of me? No, no, no. Do you want to do this instead of me? You were on so set weird. a lot more than That's the exact opposite of Ray. <laughs> can you, oh, can we get the lights up a little bit more? Oh, let me go, so, let me see. Let me see if these guys can. All right, we're going to turn up the... In this great place, it's a, it, the cinematography was great. Oh, excuse, excuse me a sec. Oh, is there a, is there a possibility to tur- turn up the lights just a little smidge? 
She's doing a Q&A with those guys. Uh, Roman, do we have the uh, janitor lights on? Thank you. Hey, man, I remember you from last year. Oh, yeah, Joe. It's so kick-ass. You're out here again, man. This is great. Yeah. All right. So we got a... Couldn't have a Q&A here. We gotta get this. We gotta get this music off. And the other thing is too. Would you be able to turn off this music just for the moment while we do the Q and A with these folks? I forgot that he had the music going. Sure. But um, how long is this? Over? We're just gonna have a quick, like, 15-minute Q and A with these guys. How many? Well, over 10 minutes or something. I don't know. Ten. I don't know how long you normally do it for. Detail. Cool. All right. Well, there you go. All right. Is that good? Is that good? Thank you so much. That, that's what the difference was. Because I was like, I know it's nighttime, but not in here. It's like, what does an actor look for in the script? Specificity, emotional honesty, catharsis. Uh, I, just, I just look through and, and make sure that there's not a naked scene hidden in there somewhere. <laughs> I, I look the surprise sure naked scene. I, I, make sure, I look through and make sure there is a naked scene for me. Yeah. yeah. You know? And then and then what? They ended up on the editing room floor, but then yours somehow sneak their way in. Yeah. So I'm like, what? How do they get that footage of me changing? Yeah. Where did that come from? I don't know. They could hide GoPros in those kinds of spaces. <laughs> So uh, while I'm waiting for her, I'm just going to ask you guys a couple of questions. Um, um, wait, can you just look in there just to make sure I'm off screen? You are. I'm off screen. Okay, good. Um, okay, so you played the part of? Laura. Laura Wayman. And was that tricky just to be on the phone all the time and to try to picture yourself, or was he there next to you? Um, so when when uh, when Rudy cast me in it, when it said I was off screen, I didn't realize I would actually be... Um, I was confused about that. I thought, because normally you shoot both sides of the phone call. And so when we were talking about it, and he said, no, you're you're just a voice, I, I was really scared. <laughs> I was like, how am I going to, how am I going to be able to time that, I, you know? So um, so I just asked if, if it wouldn't be a distraction if I was there and actually did the dialogue on set, so well, I would have a say in kind of So how. you were on set with him? Yeah, yeah, I did all my phone calls because I wanted to make sure I knew why the timing was how it was, mm -hmm. um, Which and was it a helped a lot. Godsend on set because uh, you know we just we had that one location and you know originally because we we actually got to know each other through the shoot. Originally we didn't want to impose, we didn't want to say, look, you know, could you come down and everything. But uh, Angela's great; she volunteered to come down and and do those phone call scenes with me, so I have another actor to work. That off is of. so helpful. So you weren't Infinitely. just flying blind trying to. No, yeah, and it was uh, uh, amazing, and so grateful for. Because yeah. the whole scene—I mean, you're you're inside <laughs> that one location. You're really not. There's nothing to cut to. There's yeah, nothing to cut to. Yeah, um, there are some challenges to that. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Uh, um, but. Uh, Again, the crew was amazing. Our cinematographer is like a, a oh my God. camera genius. Really so, so uh, you know, the way he did so much with so little and, and the director, the writer, 
uh, who's sitting over there off camera. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling attention to you. Uh, um, he pre-planned it out so it would never feel stale. It would never feel like I'm just standing there talking. So there was a lot of movement. He played or played around with that space. And if we were going to do it in one location, you were you were going to know that location very well by the end of the film. Well, it was cool, too, because there are constantly little surprises that keep popping up oh, yeah. that helps not keep it stale. Yes. You know, these things like, whoa, what's that reveal? Ooh, what's this reveal? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you're not expecting you're not expecting your character to be suddenly finding ways to hide the money and the jewels in the bathroom, yeah. which is a brilliant I mean it's a brilliant plan. Genius. First time I read it through, I, I devoured the thing and, and, and towards the end, like I was twenty pages out, I'm like, how does this end? Like there is no possible way. I'm thinking he's gonna get killed for sure, he's gonna yeah. get caught, there's gonna be something oh, yeah. with it. And then all of the parts of the movie that played a factor in that's where he hit all the jewels. I go, oh my gosh, of course. But then at the same time, I, I wouldn't have right, found that. Right, because yeah. he's, he's the tweaking the light, and that's where he hides the, jewels. The, the radiator faucet, where he hits the radiator. his head, he hides yeah. jewels, where he Spoiler drinks alert. the water. Uh, so cool. <laughs> also, I'm pregnant, and he killed my brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spoiler. So you keep getting these little surprises in there. Because yeah, I had to. <laughs> it's cool that they showed the actual uh, robbery, yeah, which is you're yeah. not expecting. So then that's another surprise that comes swooping in. Yeah, that was that was too much fun. That was a lot. That was a really of fun. fun day. Yeah, uh, um, and we got we got Marcus to come in, and 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 he did such a fantastic job. I mean, everybody was just on point for that day because we just had the one day to shoot, uh, um, and everybody was very on point. We just had a blast doing it. It's not often you get to rob a pawn shop and not go to jail after. So that well, was a fun experience. what's interesting is that um, so throughout the whole time, it's just up to the audience to kind of imagine what what what, what is the why is this dude bad? Why yeah. is he here? What's going on? What's going on? And then when we actually see that he's a good, he's truly a good guy at heart, yeah. and he actually has to kill his own well, possibly future brother-in-law. Sure, you know, yeah. uh, you're like. Oh shit! Like he did that, but he did that to save that woman's life. Yeah, and it was a split-second decision. It wasn't premeditated, right? Uh, um, and thank you for saying that he's a good guy at heart because <laughs> I haven't been getting that reaction afterwards. People have well, been saying like, "Yeah, no, he totally deserved everything that's going to be happening to him." He's uh, trying to do everything he can for her. Thank you. Finally, <laughs> unbelievable. No, every, everybody's taken, taken everybody, the, the police side, everybody else's side. Not it's mine. so funny because I, I, I felt like. Um, you know, when you're watching Breaking Bad and everybody really hates the wife in it because she's getting in the way of him being a, a successful criminal. And then I hated her so much. And then when we were when we were shooting this, I was like, oh, my God, I am her. I'm the wife <laughs> Breaking Bad. Wow. Because I'm like, I don't want this. I don't want the money. He's like, just take it. I really wanted an alternate <laughs> scene where um, – the banging at the door at the very end and instead of cops like you see the first cop come in and then he drops down and it's Laura and she has a gun and she's <laughs> oh yeah yeah and she's like baby we're going home you know and, and oh yeah I, I hike him up on my shoulder yeah 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 we with a bazooka in one arm and him yeah. on the shoulder and, we, and he, yeah. some reason, there's a horse we ride on yeah there's a horse yeah or like heaven isn't too far away or that something. was vetoed Unfortunately, <laughs> Alex doesn't. Uh, he's not allowed to make ideas. Maybe it'll become the, the what in the director's cut? Will we see that? <laughs> or like a like there a wasn't money for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I wanted to do a shootout. Didn't happen. I wanted Laura to save me. 
through a shootout. It didn't happen. Well, it was cool that he was yeah. shot with like the rubber bullets or whatever that yes. was, the sand packs or whatever the hell yeah. they shot you with. Like you, you didn't die, so that he does, in a sense, live to fight another day. So that knowing that if she does come by to get those jewels, oh, yeah. well, there's that security for when you come right. out of there, you fl- fly the Cooper. Who knows what happens? Oh, well, maybe that's a sequel. He breaks yeah. out right? in this gray place, but instead of a bathroom, it's prison, and he's got to get out. Oh yeah, so it's the complete opposite. Oh yeah, he's got to stay in the, the first movie, then he's got to get out. Of the Ooh. <laughs> so wait, and it's did you? Laura running off and being married to someone else. <laughs> oh god. I mean, realistically. Probably. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> did you now? Did you shoot in an actual bathroom? Was that a set? What did? You, what was that all Thank about? You. Built a bathroom <laughs> in his garage. Whoa, man! All that was in yeah, his garage. Yeah. Uh, the rain that fell down, we, we took the entire set out. We put it uh, in, the backyard. in the backyard, and we and we rigged it. So it, when it fell rain, that was real. All of that was real. Incredible. I asked him when um, when I read it the first time, I said, well, there's leaves at one point. There's rain at one point. Um, you know, there's every season. I was like, there's got to be uh, snow at some point. But they could only ruin the bathroom once. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rain. <laughs> and by the time we did the, the elemental stuff, it was too hot for snow. Uh, um, I was like, just get a snow machine. Oh, yeah. Just get, <laughs> get a snow, snow machine. machine. <laughs> well, I want to... Do, do you see all three of them up on there? Could you could you sit in there for us, please? So we can get I a little, little smidgen. <laughs> so we can see the, the... Just don't be awkward. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Great, so he's t- he's going to go in the opposite direction. He's going to be as completely awkward as possible. Strange poses, <laughs> like, what are you doing? You're oh, doing yoga. <laughs> there he is. So, okay. so where, did, where did you first get the inspiration? You know, a lot of this stuff, it um, it comes from, uh, one second. A lot of this stuff, it comes from, uh, you know, there's that little seed, and it, and it just keeps on growing. So sorry. Um, so you got that little seed, and it just keeps growing, and other things keep adding to it. Um, where, where did that first little piece come from? Um, so Alex and I had done a, another feature before, and it got picked up and it got sold. And so I was talking with him. I, I was like, hey, I want to keep the ball rolling. I want to immediately jump into another movie. And he was like, cool, what's it about? And I'm like, it's a guy, and he's stuck in a closet. And he's like, sounds like you don't really have an idea. And I'm like, yeah, I don't <laughs> at all. Um, so I, I cannibalized a lot of scenes from other scripts I was writing. I cannibalized a lot of uh, other ideas and concepts I was kind of playing around with. And through just a c- series of meetings with Alex, yeah. it, it evolved from a guy who's just stuck in a closet for whatever reason he was yeah. stuck in the closet for. Um, went through like a dozen iterations to like, okay, he's been involved in a robbery. He's locked himself inside of a bathroom because that's like the only place he can hide. And that really motivated why he can't get out. Right. I mean, he physically could if he wanted to. He could just open the door and walk right out, but he doesn't want to leave. So uh, also adding the element of the police kind of added that exterior pressure that's trying to get There's him. a lot of pressure going on in there. Yeah. A lot of conflicts, a lot of pressures. His, cell, his battery is dying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got the cops out there. You don't know what she's thinking about what's going on here. And then, and then the reveal that, oh, God, you just killed my brother. Yeah. Yeah. And we still don't know what the heck he's, you know, what's going on there. Yeah. What I love, too, was the, uh, the Lynchian moments where those, the flowers start blossoming up on the walls. Yeah. So there's almost like that little piece of hope that could, that could still be there. So I, I really love abstract stuff like that. And I think it's really fun to play around with, particularly when it's just a single location film. It really keeps it interesting. So mm. I, we, we had 
so much fun with it. I mean, towards the beginning of the film, there's that entire sequence that's shot in infrared. Most people forget about it because by the time you get to the end of the film, we've done so many other yeah. crazy things. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. that doesn't even, like, register for most people yeah. by the time we get to the end of the film. Yeah, you've given them a but, little slight hint of yeah. foreshadowing without them even realizing, right? Yeah. Here's a glimpse of some... So more we, strange stuff to come. We just we just filled it with that, and as the film goes, we just progressively add on to it and add on to it. As mm -hmm. as they were talking about a couple minutes ago, you know, we we have that entire rain sequence where it's raining inside of the bathroom. So we did a lot of really really fun things with it. So that is cool. Well, I hope that inspired you to do a lot more astounding things with very minimal locations. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm kind of becoming the master of minimal stuff. <laughs> no, and I think I think that that kind of stuff is necessary in the world of like three hundred million dollar budgets and CGI yes. and green screen and everything to be able to, uh, um, you know, tell a cohesive story, something that's interesting and engaging, mm. with not a lot. I feel like forces you to uh, requires you to focus more. Requires you to focus more on the story and characters. Very Aristotelian that way, which mm. I which I adore. Yeah. It's crazy because it gives you a whole lot of freedom. Yeah. Like one would think that, oh gosh, we're confined in this space. No, there's even more freedom that can be explored within that area. Well, yeah. even even that montage sequence when we reveal her pregnancy, I mean, if, if you go through it, and I know those cuts are so quick, but if you go through it, you'll see we shot at dozens of locations, most of them exterior stuff. I mean, we, yeah. Angela was on set for probably, what, eight, ten days, something like that. That's Shooting stuff that, that, yeah, it, and the, the it thing is... Random. The thing is, it's like, I, I remember like picking you up at like four o'clock in the morning to go get a shot that's on the screen for like, four, like four frames or something yeah. like that. You know, like the montage sequence that yeah. was a lot of work. something oh, that was a yeah, lot of work. Yeah, we had to drive to um, was it Big Bear? Crystal Lake. Crystal Lake. Crystal Lake. Crystal Lake. And we just got a bunch of random. Coupley moments. Yeah, mm -hmm. we wanted that same sort of. Uh, a, like a montage to be able to show an entire relationship. You How know do you what do I love? That? I forgot. Oh. I forgot about um, until I saw it just now. Was it, the kiss when you throw me up against the wall? Oh. I had a concussion that day. <laughs> oh my god! I've been in a car positive. accident. No. <gasps> oh I've god! Been in a car accident the day before, and when he threw me against the wall, I was like, I've got maybe one more in me. Oh. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> concussion the day before. Whoa! You didn't let anybody know that stuff, huh? I, I mean, I told him I was in a car accident and that I'd had a concussion, but. <laughs> oh my god. I am so sorry. Uh, but uh, yeah, I forgot about that until I was watching it, and I was like, I remember like going against the wall because I wasn't. Maybe that's why it. you forgot about. Maybe we've done permanent. Oh, that's terrible, boy. <laughs> no. Homeboy. Oh man. If she starts levitating, we'll know why. She's somehow yeah, hacked right, into man. some Whoa, cosmic thing. Well, you guys, um, we have to uh, leave enough time for these guys to clean stuff because we know how messy you were up there with all your yeah. popcorn and everything. But uh. That was but me. they just I need to. No, no, I didn't even. <laughs> I no ate else, everything. I, I just eat constantly. No one else ate anything. I ate well, there's another movie. The, the one who just eats. Who knows what comes out of that, right? Actually, there is another movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah? What yeah. is it? Oh, yeah. And uh, um, do you want to say anything about it or do you want to leave it up to the imagination? Uh, well, <laughs> could be anything. It takes place on a plane, it takes place on a um, mountain, in a volcano. In the hearts of children everywhere? Yes, it's. <laughs> Uh, so I, I can't give too many details about it, but um, Angela and I are doing another project coming up, mm. 
and uh, she's playing an amateur boxer. I'm oh, cool! So she's, oh, great! So she's she's actually in boxing training right now. Oh, cool! Yeah, just very one. good. One so yesterday. large appetite is completely justified. Yeah. Jeez, fall off the horse, get back on, get a concussion, get ready for another one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sheesh! It'll happen. I'm so sorry. I didn't well, you guys, listen. I hate to cut it short. I do have a good amount on here, and and I'll tell you guys where to find this yeah, stuff, and we'll have this stuff too. Oh, it's called Inspirado Projecto. Ooh. Yeah, it's on iTunes, it's on Spotify. It's it's so exciting. Inspirato I'm kind of in, addicted to making it. Oh, oh god. Oh god. Okay, 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 gotcha. Wait, what's going on Oh, there's All right, so ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Inspirato Projecto. We are here at the uh, Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival. We just got done with the Kapow um, premiere of Black Pumpkin. We are here with uh, two two amazing folks here. We have uh, Grayson what is your middle name again? Grayson Kilpatrick. Thorn. Thorpe or Thorn? Thorn. Um, and then of course his his dad Charles is wearing the, the 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 black pumpkin t-shirt, which is phenomenal. So Grayson, um, were you surprised by how it was all cut together? Um, I, a little. Like I, I I quite actually like that. That's one of the first movies I've been in that I I wasn't cringe to watch myself. Oh my God, that's fantastic. So are you saying that you liked your performance? I don't. I mean, I guess there was this one redhead kid in the film that was yeah. okay. I mean, oh wait, that's me. But uh, um, yeah, I actually did quite like my performance. I think that I did really well. That's good to hear. A lot of actors just are like you said; they cringe when they're watching themselves on screen. I think a lot of it has to do with the editing too, right? Uh, yeah. Like my my main problem was my voice was way too high. I couldn't listen to my voice on film. But now that I've matured a lot, <laughs> um, it, it just sounds a lot better to me, and it's a lot easier to listen to and watch. Yeah. Because I've also grown as an actor, and it it really helps. Oh yeah. So. Now, your dad had a part in the film. Mr. Charles, you had a part in the film. However, we didn't see your face. What part do you play? I am giving out trick-or-treat candy in one of the scenes. That's right. You get to see my arm. Awesome. Yeah. You know, that would have been hilarious if in the credits they they do the the freeze frame thing on your arm. Like, Charles Kilpatrick. That would have been brilliant. And you're wearing the the infamous black pumpkin t-shirt, which was awesome. I'm wearing the black pumpkin t-shirt because when you're part of a production, everybody's got to do their part. Absolutely. I'm so blown away that they even make those things. It's so kick-ass. Now, have you been in other horror films before, Grayson? I have. At this very theater, I actually watched another one of my horror films. Uh, It was a short film. Uh, And then I also... Let's see, I was in American Horror Story recently as a principal role. Fantastic. And we had Camilla Allens, is that how you pronounce it? She was in American Horror Story, the daughter of uh, Sheriff Levitt. Really? She was in American Horror Story. So we have two American Horror Story uh, graduates, if you will. What was your part? Are you allowed to say what you did in your in your thing? Uh, I was a, a trick or treater. Uh, surprisingly, you me. no, I was a, I was a werewolf though. Dude, that's brilliant. It would have been kind of cool if I was a Dr. Frank. Just saying. Did you ever think that you'd ever play a werewolf one day in a film? I I thought I might have, and I just I I don't know. It was it was okay. I got candy on set. I'm fine with it. Now, 
Were you in another horror film that had to do with Halloween or no? Um, I thought I saw that on IMDb, or maybe I'm just making up stuff. I'm, I'm trying to remember all the films I've been in. Um, was he in another ho- Halloween-type horror film? Um, one of the first ones that he did was based out of Atlanta, and it was called Bad Blood, the movie. Um, the one that we've seen at the Limley, the short film, was The Unconventional Gourmet. Um, I can't remember all of them, but you got to check him out, Grayson Thorne Kilpatrick on IMDb. Oh, yeah. He's also on Instagram. He's all over Instagram, like a bat out of hell. Thank you for plugging me. I mean, um... You're all over Instagram. Uh, I mean... I can't. Yeah, thanks to all the followers. Uh, honestly, I I have uh, three people that do it: me, my mom, and I have a PR person. So I'm sorry. I'm gonna say this real quick. I'm sorry if I can't get to you guys in time. I I've been trying to answer a lot of people's uh, questions, a lot of people's um, direct messages. And I'm sorry if I can't get to you, but if you ever do want to contact me, just uh, contact me at Grayson Thorne Kilpatrick on my Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Ooh, that's good. Now, Charles, where can people find you if you want to give out that information? I'm... Can I give out your Instagram or no? I am on Instagram. Yeah? Yeah. So he's on Instagram. It's up to you to find him. Now you're on IMDb? I am on IMDb. Yeah. I've got an acting credit. As as the arm in Black Pumpkin. Ah. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting the arm. A carpenter? I was listed as carpenter also. Oh, that's great. Wait, for what? Oh, that's right, because you did did work. You actually did. You were... That's incredible. Did you see your handiwork in the film? I did see my handiwork. When you're a set parent, there are no rules. You just do... God, you guys, thank you so much for talking. I, I think I got to help these people with their uh, programs and all that jazz. But uh, it was so so cool to see you again, man. You guys go hang out at that after party wherever that's at, thank and I'll you. I'll try to sneak out of here and, and hang out with you guys. It was good to see you too. Bye. Okay, it's about eleven. Um, it's about eleven. And we're uh, I'm going over to Big Wang's here in uh, North Hollywood Arts District. I'm going to see if I can talk to a few people here about tomorrow. Because um, I guess they're opening at 9 or something. The first showing is at 10 p- uh, 10 a.m., so uh, we're not using the same uh, we're not using the same theater. I have to move some things. We have what we call the step and repeat in there, which is the um, <coughs> the um, it's a the backdrop backdrop that people stand in front of and they take photos. Oh my god. It's exactly what I'm doing. Oh boy. I'm running on fumes. I haven't had coffee since this morning. So, 
We shall see. That's no excuse, right? Not having coffee. I gotta, I gotta, I really should have some more though. You want my ID? Is that your, the ID yeah. guy? Uh-huh. Not that I look like sure, it anymore. I know, I guess it, but if it makes you feel good, I'll what go ahead and check your ID. What you in the movie? Wait, how do you know? Wait, wait how do you know about with the movie? Fact, oh, everyone here. Oh my god! Oh my god! And you exactly. you're like That's super, so crazy. Were you, were you, Dude, you're like super late. I am super late. I know. Uh, you know, it's so funny because I'm helping co-organize the film festival too. Uh, and um, busy, we, busy. we had our our, our uh, premiere tonight for Black Pumpkin. Yes, oh my that's god. where Joe is in the movie. My friend Joe is in the movie. Your friend Joe's in the movie. She played the monster. Wait a second, that's kick-ass, dude. Yeah. So, did you see the movie? Um, tomorrow. I promised her I'd see it tomorrow. Dude, so this is so kick-ass. Joe is so cool, dude. Joe's, Joe is so British, cool, so man. She's got that beautiful accent. Oh, yeah. She hops around. Oh, she's like a little... She's, she's a 10 for this high. That's what she is. Yeah, man, she... Her husband's here. I'm friends with the husband. So we, that's how we, we were so impressed with what she was doing in the movie. She was I, like this, I mean, just hopping around and like this. It's like, whoa, are you like a little... And it turns out she's a stunt Yeah, she is a stunt person. Oh, whoa. I mean, she was like jumping off of coffee tables. Wait, what do you do for the movie? I'm so excited still. I, uh, uh, I, I teach. I'm like a conspiracy theorist guy in the movie. Oh, you're an actor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's all I wanted. That's perfect. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm going to see you tomorrow then. Oh, this is so cool. We got we got a double feature tomorrow. Yes. I'm watching... Uh, oh, Doug... Don't tell me. Bloody Bobby. Yes. And is which one's first? Bloody Bobby's the first one. Okay, good. Uh, and then Black Pumpkin. Will there be an intermission Black. of some sort? Will there be a what? An intermission. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, we'll make you hold your bladder the what whole time. What do they call it? <laughs> it's called a grindhouse when you go to watch two movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the first one is more... Oh, my gosh. Nice Are you leaving you. now? Even. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so good to see you two again. Oh, my gosh. Nice we got a movie star. Bye. Movie star. Oh my God! Nice to Did meet you. I hope to work with you. Did in you the see future. yourself in the film? Did you see yourself? Yeah. Good. So at first they had a faraway angle for that scene. Yes. And I'm had, like, you guys, I know seen. there's one where we saw, where we saw them better. I'm so And I'm like, guys, can we please like, there's got to be a way to stick that and put that in there. And, and um, yeah, it was so, so it better. was great that they ended up using that angle because it just turned out so good. Yeah, because the other one was from that um, other little. Yeah, it was a like far away little okay. living room part. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we had. I had seen that, and I'm like, it's like down there. And especially knowing what you all went through for that night, it's like, come on, we we really ought to mm -hmm. at least. I mean, that's that the least we could do. That was a long night. Oh yeah. <laughs> you did all the cooking and the, the I catering. Did all the, and, oh yeah. I did, did all the cooking. Oh yeah, yeah. You were bringing like. The brownies? You did all those brownies. brownies. They're so delicious. Bread, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, so you guys have a good night. Oh my gosh, you too. It was good seeing you again. Thank you for coming out. There's Kurt. Hey man, are you leaving now already? No, I'm smoking. Oh, you're smoking. Gotcha. Smoking a boys. Are you leaving? Yes. Thank you so much. Oh my god, thank you. I think we told you before when we did the table read and you read Flash. Oh yeah, oh yes. I can't wait That's not allowed? What? I didn't know that. This kid's insane. Yeah, Dogen was like, this is solid. You know what, Kurt? 
Flash that I imagine Flash Oh my god. Be. Yeah, yeah, the surfer dude, yeah. right? And it's so funny because like Fall Creek Valley is nowhere near like right. the, the beach or anything. <laughs> like and so then it's so mountain. funny this idea of like this surfer dude who's like living in this small town, you know, almost like he just wishes he could surf. Right, exactly. He doesn't really talk like that, but he yeah. does because he's like <laughs> wanting to be a surfer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's buying all the surf magazines, you know, maybe even has a surfboard. Yeah. But that is so that is so funny. I mean, I had so much fun at that table read, reading all these different characters. Like when someone gives me the like, okay, do we, you don't have any shackles and no limitations. I'm like, all right, you asked for it. Oh yeah, I just take off. I mean, I just go, and it's like it feels so good in those instances to be able to do that. And uh, so I mean, I'm, I'm very happy to hear that you got a kick out of it because yeah. it was just too. Much. And you guys did a great job. You guys had such a great chemistry on screen. The way that it, the way that it cut together, did you? It's like, okay, I know it's a tricky thing. Like when you're in a movie and you, and you're in the scene because you, like, okay, there's the camera, but you're not really knowing how it's actually framed or anything. Will you play, are you out of here? Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh good. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. It's so great to see you too. Oh good. Oh cool. Thank you. Great job. It was good to see you in there. Hi. Hi. Are you his mother? Those yes. guys had such great rapport, and they, it was like, oh, like, it reminds me of like E.T. or something, right? <laughs> the, the way that they were all interacting with each other, they had such a great, it reminded me of like an 80s yeah, yeah, no, buddy uh, yeah, film, yeah. right? No, it was good. I li I liked it. I enjoyed it. Good comedic timing. You're uh, you're always my favorite. Person. Thank That's what you. We told yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So I'll see you guys you're tomorrow. You're too cool. You let us. Did you know that we used her house? <laughs> which which your house? She was so. Oh my gosh. Well, my house they got is this like awesome house. It's like this huge house. And it's I have like a hundred thirty year old house. But yeah, so it's it's a hundred thirty year old house in Inglewood. It's half of my house is under renovations while they were doing. So what? But what part of the? Oh, what, so oh, it's uh, the, Brittany. I think it's Brittany. She's going up. She's getting her okay, makeup her, ready and everything. Okay. She gets strangled yes. by yeah. Buddy Bobby. It's the it's the colonial house. It's the colonial house. But it's um. We also used it for pork chops house at the end. Yeah, I the end. We used the back side of it. Yeah. So it it served as like two houses. Pork chops have served, a family. Yeah. Is he just an outcast? <laughs> oh my God, that's, that's interesting. One. Well, he did have a mom. Originally written in the script, you can hear the mom like off, oh, yeah, yeah. off screen. Right. Um, yeah, that was strange, right? Because he's just kind of like this lone child. Like, wait, he's living in this house. He's a loin, loin, pork loin. Pork loin. Well, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Oh, good. Are you guys coming back? Bringing more people, family? Yes. Awesome. Awesome. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Cool. She's crashing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's that slap happy hour, right? Where everything's funny. Are you two out of here? Yes. So You're we actually were gone already. Oh. And then I had to go, I, once we got to the car, I had to go to the bathroom. I'm not going to be able to make it to the car. And he's like, me too. And then I, okay, I'm going to put your other tennis shoes on that he had in the car. So my feet were hurting from the shoes I had on. But now I feel like I'm walking in the clouds of heaven, I told him. These oh, good. Oh, that's good. These are actually Elliot's shoes. Oh. So I was like, oh, oh my gosh! He must have been really comfortable. You fit him perfect. I actually bought like three pairs of really like attractive looking shoes that um, Jacob loved, but he said, "Dogan, which shoes are you more comfortable?"
He's like, let's go with that because you're going to be wearing them a lot. So oh, we yeah. Have to wear these because they were more comfortable. Oh, that is good. We also didn't have to wear jeans or You did. You no. wore the did gray dream Oh, well, then I hated it. It was awful. Bye. I hated it. It was awful. Bye. Take care, you guys. Bye. Well, it's so good to see you, and I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Oh, my God. It was so good to see you, too. Oh, this is so kick ass. You're going to be out here tomorrow. Oh, my God. You guys are so good. You guys are so good. So see you tomorrow, 12, right? 12 p.m. High noon, high noon. Entrez-vous, monsieur, entrez-vous. We're now entering uh, Big Wangs. We've got some wonderful people here. We've got some extraordinary people here. Hanging out. i got to find a few people. Hey, did you happen to see Kimberly around? Kimberly? Yeah. Did she miss this? I'm looking for her because I got to see if she can come in early tomorrow because I got to be there at like 9... Uh, interview? 9.15. Well, we got to move from from the one place to the other place. We got to move our stuff from... Oh, shoot. Um, uh, from the one theater over to the other. So um, I'm just hoping that at least one more person could be there with me. And ideally, that person's uh, Kimberly. Saturday. What time are you going to be there tomorrow? Yeah, I'm supposed to be a bit later, but I, if I do like early, then I'm going to leave early. Oh, gotcha. I, because I have, and I need to, I need to finish something for. I need to do some changes on the website again, and like. Oh, gotcha. So All I right. Can see, but like, let me see. Uh, I don't know what Kimberly is. No idea. Ooh, so it's Dave not, not being there early uh, No, he won't be able to be here that early tomorrow. So, it, so Kurt, do you have to split yourself? That's my question. I do. I do have to split myself. So maybe I... So if nobody, otherwise I come maybe early and then I go back. Then I go back to, uh, to the design. Just to move... I just, just, just to move the... Maybe because I'm... Maybe well, you know what? I got. I have a student. You know what? I have a student. I told her to come in at nine forty-five tomorrow, but maybe I could have her come in at nine thirty. Columbia College student named Lamise. So I'll send her. I'll send her a text. See if she can come in tomorrow morning at nine thirty. That's that's what I'll do, and then we'll move. We'll just move the. Step you know what to do it. The side you can just zoom in, and then it goes down. Okay. Is it possible for me just to carry the yeah, entire thing? Yeah, then carry no? that whole thing. I think that's the best way to do it. Okay. Oh, good. good. But you, you don't have to make it that big. You know, you can lower it. Oh, good. It's easier to, I think. Okay, I'll try it. I'm going to see if Kimberly's out here just for kicks. Hey, real quick, is Kimberly here by any chance? Do you see her here? Oh, my God, wait, we have food here? Yeah. Okay. Okay. There's so much great stuff happening right now. I didn't realize. Kimberly. Hey, Kimberly. What time? What is the upload answer this question to make? And it goes throughout from now until the.
What time do you think you're going to be here tomorrow? Probably like 10.30. Okay. Very good, very good. Because I know the first one starts at 10. Oh, yeah, 10? Right? But... I gotta give myself some time to sleep. I'm so I'm, I'm so annoyed that he's like, when you're talking about that, you talk about that guy who looks like he hasn't slept in weeks. I'm like, dude, I don't know how we didn't get through that whole movie where you just didn't ADR. I'm saying like, are you talking about Chicago Jesus? <laughs> dude, it would have been perfect. It would have been so good. Dude, it would have been. Dude, that movie was Chicago was Jesus. Fun. That movie was so much fun. I had a blast watching it. And your stuff is fantastic, dude. Thank you. So good. Dude, I highlight, highlight of the whole fucking movie. You damn near steal the show. Everything you're in. Thank you. Every time. Thank you so much, man. Absolutely, dude. It's, it's dude. Even then, like, yeah, they may they may have been trying to go for horror, but like, dude, it was funny. I had a blast. Oh my you had, god. You, you had to sit like you're sitting there like. Oh, yeah. it's so good. So good. Thank you so much, dude. It's so good. I love it. I love it. Oh my god. Like, like, yeah, whatever. But dude, it's it's entertaining. It was unexpectedly like unexpected. a real movie. Exactly. I mean, it was like, wait, hold on, we're watching like, a real movie here. We're in the theater. We're watching. Yeah, dude, it's great. Oh my god. Thank dude, you so much. Dude, that, that's exactly it. Like you're watching, like it's a horror film. Like, you're watching, like, like, it was like we were saying, like, like, oh, we may have set out to make a horror film, may not necessarily be what we have, but if you embrace it. And that's that's what happens when you embrace it. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful it's, way of absolutely because yeah. it's still a love letter to '80s horror. Totally. And, and dude, and then you got it there, like dude. There's still like three or four decent, like oh shit, moments in the movie. Then, then you got this. Then you got dude, your, your character trope. You're like shitting on all of the tropes. Oh it's yeah. Hilarious. Oh yeah. I dude. had a blast, dude. Oh dude. I had a blast watching. Thank you so much. I'm so glad he came out, man. Yeah, I'm so happy I came out too. Now, did they use those cool sounds that you got of us going down the? The steps. I, I can't I th- remember. I think I, think I, I think I heard like two or three little snippets. Gotcha, gotcha. See, like, like once again, if they were trying to make it a hard horror movie, they would have drawn that moment out. They would have. Exactly. Or really, yeah, really draw that moment out. Like yeah. the music wouldn't be overpowering. Like it'd be yeah. creepy and intense. Oh yeah. Like, this one, they're like, oh shit, fucking shit. Oh yeah. Shit. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. oh fuck down oh, the stairs. Yeah. Oh yeah. So good. So good. Though. Oh my god. Yeah. So I did hear it. Like I did, definitely when your head hit the. <laughs> Definitely when you heard it, that, that, was, that was us kicking that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's, that's why we do it. That must be so it. much fun when you watch a when you watch a film that you worked on, yeah. you get the sound and you're like, ah, they kept my like, sound yes, thing in did, there. Yes, they got something right. Oh yeah, oh exactly. <laughs> oh, that sounds decriminating. Yeah, uh, what? Like, no, what's that all about? Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, people read into that. Yeah, yeah. But now, dude, like, oh yeah, they like, like, oh, like they found what I gave. Because like, you know, yeah. you give them a whole card. There's a whole bunch of shit in there. Oh so, yeah. Like, oh, they got less. Like, oh, we got wilds. Like, we put it in, they found it. Oh, dude, it's so yeah. fun and exciting. It's so good, man. So now, good. do you know, did we happen to get any drink tickets here or no? Did we? Shada. Really? Shada had Shada had a drink ticket. Quick one for everybody. Really? Yeah. Okay, I gotta go find her. Yeah, find I gotta Shada. go find her. I gotta go find her. Like 9.30. So I gotta move. Um, Cause I'm driving from Orange County and I just know I'm not gonna be oh, able shit. to. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I'm not gonna be able to get it up. I might even be here at 11. Because the first block doesn't end until 12.30, right? I did. I like to see all the films, but I just don't think it's practical. Oh my god, yeah. It's just a long day to try to... Yeah. I'm thinking. I heard you say something about the, uh, you know, paying the meters all the time. 
You might want to think about trying to find like residential street parking. Where? Houses. Um, street Magnolia. Okay, there's Vineland. Uh huh. Or I'm sorry, Lancashire. And then okay. there's Magnolia, which is a big street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beyond that is houses. Like the houses are over there, so you can just park around on the one of those streets and then just walk over. Oh, I feel so like a block uh, and a half or something. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'll do that. This is a nice neighborhood, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And then I'll let's say that. later on, if you decide that you want to park around here, I think some of the, the meters are like after six, it's free, I think, or something, right? Didn't you say that or someone say that? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so maybe just park on the side street up until then and you know, make it and then just bring it over here closer or something. Okay, maybe day. I mean if you're gonna be out here that long. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm gonna do that. I'll do that. Thank you for bringing that oh, you're up. You're welcome. I don't know how much money I paid today. Oh my like, god. Wow. I'm eating chicken quesadillas. Hi. I recognize you. Hi. I recognize you. Yeah. Play alone. So Shada. Uh, Jake told me, do you have drink tickets? I do. You do? Yeah, I have them. Oh my god. Thank you. I love your sparkly nails, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> I've heard nothing but great things from people about their happily pleased with how the movie was. Like, they're like, that was a real movie. I mean, yes, it's different for us because we created it, you well, know, because we know, like, what we were aiming for or whatnot, but... Well, no, I mean, there's, there's a lot of notes. I'm, like, really bummed. I don't even know where they were. Really went. bummed? Like, it took off. Text them. Yeah, some of the stuff. I'll, I'll have to figure out how to use it. I want, I mean, I'm 80% cool with it. I just need that other 20%. Yeah, I know it's a couple little sound issues Not in there. Sound fire. When they're burning, not like the fucking blood. Especially in the beginning. It's like floating in the air. It was Yeah. From Germany, cousins help inside the house, rattling doors and. All kinds of shit, you wouldn't believe. Uh, it, it was an adventure. I mean, um, I, I don't know what, what, what else funny was that. I mean, we had, uh, there's a lot of stuff that didn't make it. I mean, of course, uh, a tea kettle was falling off the stove. We had picture frames, all kinds of crap. And um, uh, I just, what was that? I was just say, Mark being in that little mask there was uh, pretty uncomfortable for him. So. He was pretty pissed off for a lot of the shoot, but as you can see, it came out pretty damn uh, funny, I thought. <laughs> so, it was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks again, Marisol, for a great job on the makeup and all you guys done for us. Thank you. All you guys. Things happen, but one of the most notable things 
I'm sorry, Dave, I don't know if this is funny or not, but basically we um, had a lot of problems with our securing a location to the point where we, um, we had an office downtown we were shooting in and we, uh, by happenstance, were, the key didn't work, so the person who owned the office gave us the key, the key didn't work, the cleaning lady let us in and we weren't able to leave, so basically um, we had to spend the night there and just sleep there. So that was interesting. So we slept at our location on a hammock and yeah, we had some fun with our props too. We had a lot of sex toys, a lot of dildos. Frankie would stick the dildos onto Layer, a DP's monitor. It was great fun. <laughs> Yeah, the dildos really loosen the actors up a lot. Hey, hello. Hey. 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 Welcome. There's your funny. There's your funny bit. Anyone fetch me some water? I'm thirsty. Um, yeah, I heard a lot of people talk about Mark the Nart, but I'm not Mark. I'm Brett. Um, I don't know. It's kind of weird that I was in my own film, but I kind of tried to do it in like a, a subtle way. Um, I love comedy. I'm so glad you guys came out to laugh tonight. Um, yeah, most of the film was shot in one day, and it was really stressful. It was kind of like 11 hours in the studio, and one of my actors kept leaving to go edit his own film, and he would, I had to go fetch him, like, the water I wanted to get. Um, but it was great, and I, I casted everyone I knew. I didn't use backstage. Um, I'm making my thesis next semester, yeah, this semester, next semester, so I'll make another comedy, and yeah, I'm going to probably enter into Kapow again, so. Yeah. Ow! Love you guys. Thanks for coming out. Yeah, thanks, Kapow, for everything you're doing for us. Um, my name's Ernie Charles, and I did. I think I need a drink now. I have two, but I'm going to name one, and that is the first day of shooting. I made it very clear to my crew, because I have a lot of friends in the business, I said, the day we shoot, I don't want any questions anymore. And of course, I produced and put everything together, and the second AD comes up for me, he goes, hey, uh, you wrote in the script a chicken or a duck, which do you want? <laughs> and I was like, well, let's use a chicken. And then uh, they go, one more question, I go, well, what's that? What color chicken do you want? Because my friends, see, when I got this location, my friend's backyard, they had all these chickens and ducks. So they decide, we decided to add that to the script. So I thought that was pretty funny because I thought, oh, still making decisions on the day of shooting. But anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, funny thing that happened slash apology to Eamon here. Uh, Late at night, everybody was delirious, and to get that effect in the bars, we had to spray the smoke into the box and then shut the lid. Uh, oh, and man. Then, and then roll it. And uh, it's about 5 a.m. And uh, so everybody's loopy. Somebody sprays the smoke in the box, and then one of the green production assistants immediately shut. Eamon goes, ow, my eye. Oh, sh and then the production assistant <laughs> shuts the lid. And so naturally, I said, action. Awesome. It was fine. Morning. Yeah. yeah, 5 a.m. I think shooting began at midnight. That was a one night. Nothing all morning. Um, yeah, and it, it, it and I wanted to go home uh, you know, at like three, 
and it kept going. We left it at sunrise, particularly because that sandwich scene, we couldn't stop, I couldn't stop laughing. And it was really hard as an editor because all the shots you saw were the only ones where I'm not obviously laughing. And it was, uh, kept us all up late, it kept me up late editing. And we almost didn't get through it. And uh, lo and behold, we almost didn't get through that scene tonight. <laughs> so, kind of like to leave. Yeah. Yeah, that night, it was pretty arduous dealing with those elements. Uh, I just remember it being really hot. <laughs> Probably because I was in the box almost yeah. the entire time. Oh, my God. I don't even remember if we shot it in the summer or not. Uh, but despite that, I think the most arduous part about it was that sandwich. Keeping it together. <laughs> but I think, uh, no, I just want to thank Jeremy's very motivated and very creative. It's always easy to get together and shoot something with him. How many sandwiches were there? <laughs> Only two. Yeah. We couldn't afford more than that. <laughs> <laughs> two halves of one, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It works. Uh, first of all, everybody, thank you for coming out, it's especially my friends that came out to see this. This has been uh, a long time coming. This film actually took me 15 years to make. Because I started it in 1997 as a student project, and then I added to it a couple years later, and then I ran out of money, and then it sat in a box for like 10 years, and uh, a couple years ago, I digitized it and made the newer section, which is at the beginning and the end. As far as funny moments go, uh, I'll jump back to 98, the second part of filming it. I just graduated college, and my ego was a little bigger than it probably should have been, and I rented way too many lights, and we were using my dad's office for the, uh, the, the then section, and we plugged in far too many lights into the wall, and uh, I had so many lights on uh, my friend Jeff, who, who did pass away, but uh, he's got the beard, and I had the shot set up, and I said it looked perfect, and I, the minute I yelled action, all the lights in the entire building went out. <laughs> I, I blew the entire circuit board in the entire building, and uh, I think I caused Pitney Bowes to lose all the data on their servers that night, too. Um, I didn't get to go back to film after that, but oh, no. <laughs> that's my funny story. Well, this is going to be simple, actually. Do not have a funny story for you, because this was the one episode that nothing bad happened. It went off without a hitch. <laughs> so I have nothing, but I do want to congratulate everybody, because making a film or a short or anything is not easy, as most of you know. So congratulations to all the filmmakers. Well done. And thank you for everybody who's been to see us. For the audience, does anybody have any questions for the filmmakers? Uh, I do. You, yes, sir. Where did the idea... Whoa. No, I didn't just have too many drinks. What, uh, where did you first get the idea for the box? Uh, it was uh, an allegory for the life of Christ. Oh, I love it. No, I'm, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Joke's I, on me. I had a big box that we got, and um, who's, the, who's the guy, Kenny Rogers? I don't know. Kenny Rogers bongos toured in that box. Oh, wow. And we bought that box for an acting class that I run, and we said we got to make something with this box. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> but also the Christ thing. Yeah. It's all thanks to Kenny Rogers. Kenny I love Rogers. it. And oh my. Bongos. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Kenny Rogers has bongos? Yeah. Well, he did. We don't know if he still does. We have his box, his bongos box. He has unprotected bongos. Yes. <laughs> There's a story there. 
Yes, ma'am. This is for Ernie Charles. Um, how long did it take for you to shoot your entire film? Well, the film, well, um, I had two months of prep, maybe. I decided I wanted to do it, and I had another actor going to do it with me, and then he bailed out. So I said, you know, I've already got it in place. I'm going to shoot it anyway. And then uh, I, uh, it was two days of shooting. The first day we did during the day, and the second day we shot at night. So, And... Uh, it got interest. Some of my friends have seen it, and now uh, I wrote the feature when I was done, and there's interest in shooting the feature now. So we had a table read on that last week, so that's where we're going next with it. Awesome. Anybody else? Yes, ma'am. where did you get the inspiration for Kingdom Hearts Um, It was my, my brother and I were, like, joking around, talking about how funny it would be if two guys did a artistic take on pornography. And then I got with Taylor, who's the co-creator and my BFF, and we were like, wait, why does that have to be a guy's story? That can be a woman's story. So we tweaked it so it talks, it challenges the patriarchal exclusivity of the porn industry. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, sir. For the John Durden director, who was uh, your friend that came down to Miami that was nursing? That was His name is Jeremy Turan, oh. for everyone. Jeremy! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy! Hey, Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy. Out. Sweet, sweet. Um, <laughs> we have some first-time uh, Kapow folks here. Uh, Mr. Larson, the, the box guy, he's our... We've had, we've had this festival for three years. He submitted a film every, every year. Female Friendly has two, uh, actually two episodes in this block. Mm -hmm. uh, the gentleman on the way left or the far, the far. MF Jokers. Jokers. Oh, no. Jokers. <laughs> I have a film also tomorrow night. Yes, sir. At 10 o'clock. Um, right, you've got one. Yours is tomorrow at uh, Sunday, right? Oh, but after music. Yeah, music. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful, awesome. So, uh, we're, Kapow's up till, we're here till Thursday, so if you guys. Sorry? David's not another. David's got another pen. David? I was saving him for last, actually. What's your film, David? There you go, there you go. So we have a lot of repeat people here. They can't, when it's not enough. Awesome. But thank you guys for coming. We're going to take some, on our, uh, our step repeat is here. If you guys want some photos, feel free. Come on down. And thank you for coming tonight. There's a gentleman uh, that was the comedy block. <clears throat> that was the comedy block um, of Kapow. That was the comedy block. All the people, uh, I, as you know, I just came from the from Big Wangs, where everybody was rock and roll and hanging out. And uh, so now I'm here. Thought I'd come in and listen to the Q and A of these folks. I've seen these movies. One question I didn't get a chance to ask you, you're on my podcast right now, by the way. 
Um, does anyone in your crew actually do voodoo? Well, Voodoo Venice is based on me. Aha! Because I'm the Caribbean one, and I'm the one that knows about magic and magic. That's everything. awesome! Art imitates life. Is that what it's called? I love it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's. Oh my god. Do you really like tarot cards and stuff? I used to. I stopped. Um, I got busy with acting, but I read tarot cards. I do shells. I dress candles. I These do spells. These are incredible things to hear. Well, those are things that I keep to myself because Hollywood frowns on things like that. So. These are things I want to continually unpack. <laughs> this information I want to. I want people to to know about. It's just who I am. That's all. So I figured I will do a story or a series loosely based on me and what I do with my time and what I do to my friends. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> how, how have you uh, noticed um, utilizing these various techniques uh, by applying them? Have, how have you noticed them actually affecting your 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 personal sort of reality experience? My reality. Um, well, the funny thing about, the reason why I decided to do this series was because there's a misconception with voodoo, with santeria, with anything magical, especially from the Caribbean. There's a darkness put to it. And what I wanted people to understand is just like religion, you have your bad people with religion who kill for God, and you have people who, like Mother Teresa, who praise and help support. It's what you do with it. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to bring something lighthearted and a little bit of what we do. There's an episode called The Ancestors. That's what I do when there's once a year, a few times a year. I remember my grandmother. I remember those that passed, and I commune with them in my own way. But in film, I brought it to life, what I would like for it to look like in film. So I'm a visualizer. I have vision boards. I have my tarot cards when I feel like I just want to see a picture, and I just I draw a card. So my life is very spiritually drawn, and that's how I treat Hollywood. That's how I go into everything. So it helps me keep balanced, as balanced as an actor can be. <laughs> and. Um, um, just you know, I see I see it in everything that I do. That's just who I am. So when you hear folks uh, who are sort of stuck within the matrix of the programming that's been given to them throughout their whole lives, and you know, and you have this <laughs> outside perspective of like, okay, you really don't have to be bitching and moaning about this or complaining about that, and you you, you see the bigger picture. Um, do you at all? Uh, plant those little seeds in their brains to kind of let them know like look things are going to be fine it really has to do with whatever you personally are magnetizing in your reality um i have a lot of friends and a lot of people that just vomit things to me don't know why i guess i'm trustworthy or i just have that personality um there's moments where like i've been going through my own stuff and i'm lucky that i have i happen to live with this beautiful woman um she kind of reminds me of the positive things when all you want to look is the bad oh, and i think that people people take they have it's easier for people to look at the darkness and look at the negativity it's easy yeah. to get stuck there instead uh, yeah. of looking out and going okay well this shitty thing just happened to you not about oh it happened for a reason i hate that by the way but what is it why did this happen mm -hmm. what is that was going on in your life that brought this into your life and what can how can you use this to get out of it or to learn from it so i always when friends come to me and even when i used to read cards i don't really need the cards i just sit down and i talk to you and i can just kind of guide you through what you're going through 
So I always try to show people the positive because, and I surround myself with people who remind me of the positive, even though that is the key. Bad that is the key. Happen, That's the key. You know, time. there's so much good that yeah. has happened before. So yeah. focus on the good, not always the bad, because it's easy to get stuck in the bad, and then you get stuck in that rut and you don't get out. So on the bad, the negative is the is the loudest. Um, propagated propaganda you know thing that's out there in all kinds of media so it is interesting and tricky sometimes unless you continually surround yourselves with other positive minded individuals who can show you well okay this might look like you know you're looking at a wall right now but if you just go right there it's not a wall anymore there's this whole other aspect that's going on out there and it's great, especially like when you do when you do continually surround yourself with the, with the positive people. It's amazing because I, I just absolutely love synchronicities. I love all of the uh, those little magic moments in life where you're thinking about something and someone says it. And so the more that I treat that, I've been noticing um, as a relationship, just with the, with the all that is, and it's like okay, we're working together here on this thing. What's awesome is, like you were saying, when you're in a moment where it seems like it's not so good, or you're like in a moment you're like, ah, I don't like this, then you could go, okay, I actually manifested that into my reality by this comment that I made or that highly charged conversation I had with this person. I absolutely believe that. I absolutely believe that 100% because I'm proof of it. <laughs> I'm 100% proof of it. So I always tell people, choose your words carefully because words carry vibration. Oh my God, big time. Spellcasting, right? Spellcasting. Well, it's a prayer. People think, you know, people go to church and they pray and things happen and I'm like, you do realize you just put that out into the universe. Yeah. So it's just, that's just me. A lot of people don't see it that way. My mother doesn't see it that way. She's very religious. Um, but I, I think everything, it's been scientifically proven that we are energy and that they are vibrations. If you talk mean to an ice cube and you can freeze it, it turns into different shapes. So you have to be careful what you put out there. You have to be careful how you think about yourself. You have to be careful how you think about others. You have to be think of, careful how you think about life in general. So I stay in my box, my negative box um, until I can't stand it anymore and then I'm all about I fake it till I make it. <laughs> I think too is like looking at, you know, like if you're in that situation where you're looking at something negative and you go, okay, what value am I really getting out of uh, give, stamping that definition on this? You know, how can I, I mean, that's true alchemy right there, turning the lead into gold. So now you go, how can I, you know, I'm looking at one side of the coin. Let's just flip that over. Ooh, what's that? You know, and then you can zoom in on that. Absolutely. you know, there's, there's this idea of, you know, whether it be voodoo, whether it be tarot cards or what have you, um, there's this idea of, like, of permission slips, so to speak. Like, these things kind of give us that permission to then believe in that, that magic or that power that's going on. I'll tell you, like, I carry this around with me. This is a, um, it's a rainbow moonstone. What does it attracts, um... Huh? That's what that is? That's a rainbow moonstone. Of course you have a rainbow moonstone. Synchronicities, psychic abilities, etc., etc., and so forth. So, of course, I just, listen, at-home viewers, you just, uh, yet another synchronicity you were there to witness. Another one. This one is for manifesting. This one is for protection. This one is for... Oh, I love me eyeballs. Well, that one does the evil eyes to protect me from... I got a a belt. I'm a huge fan of 
She's got a neck. Oh my god, that's great. Oh my god, this is great. Oh no, that's okay. I was in your way. Oh my god, this is so incredible. This is so exciting. And you're welcome. Yeah, big time. You know what's so interesting is that I notice that when I'm around people who are into this uh, playful nature of life, you know. Um, yes. Those who are not stuck in there. What's beautiful is like when you're, when I'm in a, even just two people or even three, and then, whoa, especially if there's more, who are all willing to be harmonized with each other and in that agreement mode, that yes and mode. Like it's all lift up one another. It's like, let's turn up the volume on, let's encourage the greatness out of you, let's encourage the greatness out of you. Everyone's doing that for each other. What's awesome is that you really do end up fast tracking that reading the minds type of thing where you're all there at that same, you're listening to the same radio station, so to speak. Do you notice that as well? Uh, yeah, we actually had a female shindig a few months ago where everybody was in the same kind of level and vibration and everybody was in a certain place and it can, you can feel it in the air, like-mindedness. It's great because then what you're doing is you're actually creating your own reality yeah. right there. Yeah. You're in, people don't realize that they're more in control of their fate than they think. They just allow other people to decide their lives for them, and I'm not one of those people, so that's why I do my own thing. I think we all do. Well, it does seem to be a more popular idea of, more largely broadcasted, that idea of, like, oh, what you need is way over there. Oops, what you need is way over there. Oops, what you need is way over there. No, no, no. But holy moly, exactly. That's the type of media that we, we, I think, ultimately deserve to have. You know, I believe that there's that parallel universe where that does exist where that kind of thing is happening and that's the true utopian society where everyone's going okay what's your expertise what's your expertise what helps make you be most in your element what helps you most be in your element what can I do to help you in doing that what can everybody help in doing that and whoa it's amazing you can feel that vibe happening oh it's so good and it's so interesting that that isn't something that's even more so that's part of my mission, having this sort of portable radio station here to be able to broadcast those ideas. The name of this is called Inspirado Projecto. So I take what inspires me and I go, and I inspire, and I, and I project it out there. I take what things that people are inspired by and I share them with others with the hopes that maybe if I plant those seeds, those will inspire those people. It's a boomerang. It is a boomerang, big time. I also have a, this, this is also a radio show on the first and third Monday of every month. I already have guests on this on October 1st, but I would love to have you two in the studio at any time to talk about this stuff. Could you imagine the kind of things that we could conjure on the air if we had a studio filled with these? I'm, I'm, I'm very careful talking about this stuff. It's not something that I... What, what makes you careful about it? Are you kidding me right now? Remember the Boston trials? It's all right. <laughs> People say, oh, I'm okay. No, I don't know about the Boston trial. Okay. Uh, Salem. Um, no. We're past that point, though, I'd like to believe. No, we're not. No, we're not. If we're creating our own realities, how can we allow room for that to be in our reality? Your own reality, but you can't make other people see your point of view. You can only leave your, lead your life by example, and those people that are supposed to be in your life and that are attracted to that energy will come to you. But you can't go out there, I think, and publicize things as some people do, because then people will just... 
whether shun you or call you crazy because the masses are not ready to embrace certain things. So I just don't say anything and people like you just pop up in front of me and ask me questions and go, holy shit, I had no idea. And I'm like, well, yes. I say, well, you want to know and I'm going to tell you now. So people that need to know, they come to me. People that need advice, they come to me. People that are just curious about life and they want me to tell them. But everybody, I draw people to me. I don't have to go out there and say anything. Do you, do you have the idea that the masses will try to, someone will try to kill you if you say this great information? It's not, about, it's not about killing. It's about not, I think that in this day and age you're already being fed so much and there's so many things that people are like, okay, now I got to, whether it's believe or accept, there's so many things that all of a sudden you have to accept to add something that has been around for thousands of years that people still like scoff at or make fun of on television. It's like, you know what, I don't want to be made fun of. I don't want to be, I don't want people mocking what I, who I am and what I am. It's like, if you, I'm not going to lie and hide. If you ask me straight out, I'm going to tell you what I believe in and what I do. But that's my, it's not my secret, but that's who I am. And I respect myself way too much. And I did, I did it before. It did not work out well. So now I just, it's my treasure. So if you want to share my treasure... People will come to me, and they always do. People find me. So. It's crazy because I talk about this stuff out as far in the open as I humanly can on the subways, <laughs> on the street corners, with anybody and whoever. And I find astounding amounts of it's like, you know, that old like cartoons where they're turning people upside down to shake the change out of their pants. Yeah. That's what I'm doing with these to these folks, and I find amazing, extraordinary stories from these folks who also end up appreciating this and it's like wow how beautiful is that the universe aligned it right up that here i am standing with this person at the street corner i happen to happen to ask them this specific question and it just so happens to really hit close to home to them and it's like whoa that's a door that we just unlocked right there how kick-ass is that it's fun and it's it's extraordinary the fact that we have these abilities to be able to put that, that message out there. Yeah, but that's why I just do it that way, which is more welcoming, and then people just get curious like You know, you. it's awesome that you say that. It. It's great that you say that because, you know, with hypnotism and magic, one of the biggest things is if you could play with in, in the imagination, you plant all the important seeds in that imagination. Because in the imagination, everything is acceptable. You know, like, oh, it's just imagination. Oh, it's just playful. Oh, it's just a fun little movie. But you plant those seeds of things that really go, you know, and really, like, turn on the shine of, of that that star, that little stardust that's inside of them. Now they go, oh, I recognize that now. Like, oh, there's something about that. So I'm happy to know that you're you're truly, totally into this stuff as much as you are. Oh, honey, I was born in it. I don't have a choice. So, it is what it is. What do you, what do you like to do? I'm not an actor or creative type. No, no, I'm just saying, what do you like to do? All kinds of things. I just like to explore new things, travel, see the world, experience new people and places. Do, do you hike? I do. Where do you like to hike most? Not in L.A. <laughs> where? where? But, um, when I do hike, probably up in um, Joshua Tree. Have you had some extraordinary experiences up there? I have, yes. Have you seen any UFOs? I have not, but I have friends who have. What what have their experiences been with seeing the UFOs? Um, they were driving on the 5 coming from San Francisco, and 
all of a sudden a round saucer was probably 200 yards ahead and a green light came and then it went away within maybe 10 seconds. Now are, the, are these friends of yours, are they people who appreciate such phenomenons? Yes, very much so. What a wonderful gift. What a wonderful gift for people who appreciate such things. Yes. Sometimes this stuff happens to those who just, it just goes like they can't totally appreciate it, right? Yeah, she came back after she saw it and said, I just saw a UFO! Oh my god, that's <laughs> I don't know if it was aliens, but it was definitely an unidentified flying object. Oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> well, thank you ladies for talking with me. I'll be putting this up online in Sprout of Protecto. You're welcome. Thank you.